Bezrat Hashem will continue with our lessons on Havas Yisrael as brought down by the base Halevi. So today we're going to talk about Nose Boi. I'm hoping I'm saying it correctly. My Hebrew is not the best. Um, so it's basically, we're going to talk about that. We're going to bring it down that there are many ways, many ways to express Ahavat Israel. So Baruch Hashem, in our times, there are chesed organizations for every letter of the alphabet. We have them all. So whether medical, financial, emotional, spiritual, or any other basic need, there's someone who wants to help. And Baruch Hashem, that's in our blood. It's it's our, in, our, in our essence to always be caring and sharing. So Dr. Rich Roberts of the Lakewood, uh, New Jersey community, often hosts politicians or often hosts politicians, giving them a tour of the town. And one of the most beautiful scenes is when he takes out the local phone book and shows the visitors the long list of gamaks in the Lakewood community. From baby supplies to radiators, from Sephardim to travel gadgets, you name it, they have it. So the visitors are invariably like astounded, baffled by the chesed that the Jewish community does for one another. And there's one expression of Ahavaz Israel that costs nothing. Anyone can do it, and yet it's the greatest level of Ahavaz Israel, and that is Nose Biol, carrying the burden of your friend, carrying the burden of your friend. The closest word in English is being empathetic, feeling for a person in a time of difficulty, even if you aren't in a situation, and letting him know that you care and you're ready to help in any way you can. Rav Abraham Kamanowitz, the late Rosh Hashiva of the Mirror Yeshiva of Brooklyn, said something amazing. What's the sign that someone has a connection to the Jewish people? If he wakes up in the middle of the night and he hears about the sufferings of the Jewish people and then cannot fall back asleep, instead he searches for ideas and solutions for how to save them. And Rav Shlomo Wobe writes that Nose Beol is the source of all chesed at its core and it's the hardest form of chesed to achieve as well. It can often be very easy to give away money, time, energy when someone is in need. But to truly feel, to truly feel somebody's pain to the point that you feel it as if it's your own can be a lifetime work. And so people often mistakenly understand this to mean being sympathetic. And there, there's a difference between empathy and sympathy. When a person has sympathy for someone, he says, oh, I'm very sorry for what you're going through and I feel bad. It comes from the outside. But empathy is when you say, I understand what you're feeling and I want to let you know that you are not alone. I'm with you. This person is not just on the outside. When we have empathy, we do things for others and that's how we are with them in their suffering. So what does it really mean to carry the burden? So of course, in its literal sense, if one's able to help somebody, he can share the burden and help him carry the load offering his help and showing that he cares. However, in, in the biography on Rav Haim uh, he quoted he is quoted as follows. Fools think that sharing a person's burden simply means helping him. They think that once an injured person has been successfully treated and can again do things on his own, he's no longer pass, it's no longer possible to help him. If help means physical help, how can one help someone after he has been treated and no longer he needs help? So sharing a person's burden means sharing his pain and suffering. When he's carrying a heavy physical load, everyone understands the necessity of lending a hand. 
But when he's carrying a heavy load of anguish, one has to lend a heart and see what Hazal says. The Gemara says that if one is suffering, is a Tami Hakam, one must feel sick, sick over it. Simply that means that you should pray so hard that you become sick because you are putting your heart and soul in the prayer, feeling sick about it means that you must take his pain into your own heart and feel his suffering. And if he's a tummy hakam, become sick from, from feeling the pain of his suffering. And does this help? Of course it helps. Have you ever seen a group of people in pain? When one person, heaven forbid, Hasra Shalom is in mourning, he carries the entire burden on his shoulders. But when two people are in mourning, it's easier for them. They share the pain between them. This is man's nature. So referring to Eov, uh, God says to the Satan, but preserve his soul from death. God allowed the Satan to take everything from Eov. But he didn't allow the Satan to take his friends from him. If Yeo had been forced to suffer alone, he would not have been able to endure it. And when he was with others, the pain and the suffering were shared among them all. So when God said, preserve his soul from death, included in that was, don't take away his friends. The Gemara says, either a friend like the friends of Eo or death. Man cannot suffer alone and survive. And these are extremely powerful words. Unfortunately, the world is full of people who are suffering. Great people can, can recognize it, share in their pain, and alleviate their suffering. Especially tonight, I mean, uh, in today's time, is what's happening right now, how much suffering we have, the hostages, the people out in the field, in the military, the people that have been rescued, the people that experienced and survived. These are all emotional, emotional traumatic events that one can't even fathom unless one is has experienced it. Lo'aleinu, we should experience any more of that. But we have to be able to take our, our, our brothers and sisters' pain and help and help and be truly empathetic and, and help them in many, many ways. Not just in a physical way, but in an emotional way by davening for them and feeling feeling everyone's pain because we're all one. We're all Klal Israel. So, so far... We've described how one can help someone through sharing in his burden. And in truth, Be'ol uh, goes much further than that. Sometimes a person can be in a dire situation, but we have no way to help him. We may think that there's nothing left for us to do, and but that's not so. Carrying the burden means that even if you can't do anything to help, you can still feel and join in your friend's pain, treating it as if it were your own. An incident is related about Rav Elazar Menachem Manshak, the Godot Hador of the previous generation. Towards the end of his life, he summoned the Rabbi of Netanya, Rav Israel Meir Lau, who later became the Ashkenazi chief rabbi of Israel. He held Rav Lau's hand and started to cry. I heard, said Rav Shak, that there are 40 stores in Netanya that sell pork, and there's probably in uh, the, and, and there's a problem in Ashkelon with Hilud Shabbat, but they want to institute secular reforms in Tel Aviv. And I'm over 100 years old and I have no strength and people are not listening to me. The only thing I have left is the ability to cry. So Rav Shach continued to cry for a few more minutes. And then while crying for Klal Israel, he slipped into an exhausted sleep. And that is a Gadol by Israel. He's not thinking about himself. He's always thinking about what he can do. And if he can't do anything else for the Jewish people, he can at least cry for them. And the biography of Rav Abraham Pam 
reports that Rav Aharon Awoken, a Rosh Hashiva of Yeshiva Sochel Simha, related the following story which inspired him so much that he made Rav Pam his mentor. A Yeshiva student was expelled for having foolishly committed an infraction that reflected immaturity. His father, a distinguished Talmud Hacham, was distraught and pleaded with the administrators of the Yeshiva to give his son one more chance, but to no avail. So Rav Walken, whose advice who advised the father had sought, suggested that Rav Pam might be willing to speak to the administration and that he would probably have the best chance of convincing them to rescind their decision. The father and Rabbi Walken went to see Rav Pam. The father explained the situation with great emotion. He said that his son was approaching marriageable age and the expulsion could greatly harm his future and it would also stain the family's reputation. Rahpan began to cry. His caring heart could not bear to see a father suffering this way. After he calmed down somewhat, he asked the father for the yeshiva's phone number. The father's face brightened. Does that mean that Rosh Yeshiva will be able to do something for me? He asked. And Rahpan replied, if they listen to me, I can do something. The truth is, I don't think they will listen. But I must try. I must. And years later, Rav Walken reminded Rav Palm of this, of this incident. And Rav Palm said, one must act even if he won't accomplish. One must always try even if the doors are closed. And Rav Palm proved this from the famous Midrash that says that Eov was one of Paro's three advisors. And when the king took counsel from them regarding his plot to enslave the Jews, Bilam told him to go ahead with the plan. And Yitro ran away. And Eov remained silent. And so the reason he remained silent was that he did not think that his words would have any impact. So why would he say anything? So if so, why was he punished? So Rav Pam says that it's because one must not remain silent and idle in the face of another person's pain. One has to be able to do something, even, even if what he thinks he's going to do is not going to, 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 to work. But he at least has to try. Because we also have to keep in mind that the results come from Kadosh Baruch Hu himself. The results are for Hamsham. We're only required to do our Ishtatlut. Only we're required to do our own Ishtatlut. And that's the most that we can do. And everything else comes from Kadosh Baruch Hu. So we have to keep learning these lessons, guys. It's not enough to say, this person is in pain, this person has a problem, I can't do anything. No, there is something you can do. There's something you can do. You could feel their pain. You could cry with them. You could pray for them. You could daven for them. You can offer help. You could be a, a shliach and maybe having someone else help them. It's it's amazing. It's it's greater person. More more greater is a person that 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 gets other people to give charity than for the person to give charity himself. Do you understand how we can affect other people and be a shliach to others and motivate others to do acts of kindness is greater in the eyes of Hashem than the person did that mitzvah himself. So there's so many things that we can do and so many ways how we can help each other. Bezrat Hashem, with Hashem's help, we have to stay in Agduk because these lessons that we're experiencing in our times today, all these, these reminders, like what happened yesterday, I can tell you, it's a reminder that we're not doing enough. We need to do more for each other. We need to be more in Agdut. And we to wake up every morning and say to Hashem, say to Kadosh Baruch Hu, what else can I do? What else can I do to help? What else can I take on upon myself? What else can I do? Because Hashem gave us the capacity to do and do more and more and more. And the more we decide to do for others, the more Hashem will give us give us the, 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 the goodies 
to do more good with. When we say we want to help others and we want to do more for others, we're building a vessel and that vessel gets bigger and bigger. And the bigger the vessel is, that means that Hashem has more to fill that vessel with. And he will give you more because he knows you're going to do more with it. So Bezat Hashem will continue with these lessons. Bezat Hashem. After Amotei um, Shabbat or, or or on Sunday, Bezat Hashem. Meanwhile, everyone have a beautiful Shabbat uh, Kodesh. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Ve Amen.